there and welcome to another edition of the Jersnet Weekly Podcast, the independent Rangers podcast, which is brought to you by fans, for fans, uh, and where the content is free. It's a bonus, a bonus, <laughs> that's because I'm thinking about Graham Sooness, we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes. It's a bonus episode of the Jersnet Podcast tonight, uh, we're, we're previewing the, the game tomorrow at Livingston. As I say every week guys, it's not just the podcast we have here at Jersnet, we've got forums, we've got social media uh, there's articles, all that kind of stuff, a history archive on the website as well. Uh, if, if it's your first time listening to us, uh, we would ask you to subscribe, uh, leave a wee comment on our YouTube channel and put the word out there on social media. Uh, we're live tonight, it's a Tuesday night before the game. However, the pod, as usual, will be available to download or stream on a variety of platforms from tomorrow, including including ACAS, iTunes, YouTube, CastBox, Stitcher, Spotify, all the usual places, guys. Uh, and now I've got that disastrous intro out of the way. I can bring in, I can bring in my guest for tonight. As uh, Eck, as uh, Alec Anderson, how are you? Alec? No bad, mate. No bad at all. From a, a disastrous intro to a disastrous <laughs> guest, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it was it was probably the, all this uh, non-league stuff, all this uh, kind of E-team chat. You're thinking about Bonesh United, maybe, you know. And yeah, maybe. I came on juniors. It's just <laughs> a bit in the brain, mate. You can't help yourself. Freudian slips. <laughs> I know it's good to. Uh, it's good to have the old team back on after all yeah, the youngsters. Literally, because it was quite, it was quite a young team on Sunday night. There, David took yeah. quite a lot of pleasure in going on about you know the average age was under thirty. I talking about their hair and all that kind of thing. Yeah, I know. That's a memory. Although I'm a, bit, a, a bit of a barb jai, but Ross saying only had one haircut left in him. Oh no, that's that's what happens. That's what happens. They all end up turning on each other, you know. But yeah. that's that's knee hipsters are just all kind of hip replacements tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And there's none of that aggression, you know, they, they've still got testosterone and all that. I mean, that's going for us, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm glad that's all by me. Just laid back and just talk about the football. You know what I mean? I know. <laughs> you know, do you notice that, though? It's 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 the, the old bangers like you and me. We know where we're heading. You know, the guys that are behind you at Ibrook, it's the young guys that can laugh at half. As you get older and older, eventually you get you get done to becoming that guy that's just sitting there going, get it fucking forward! <laughs> <laughs> Definitely I think I think, I think it's the other way about the, the the young boy that sits next to me. He's he's horrific. I'm quite mellow now at the games. You know what I mean? Sorry, he's I, like, I, like thirty seconds into the game, for fuck's sake, Rangers! You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he's amazing, mate. You know what I mean? They've just tossed a coin to see what end we're going to shoot in it, and you're you're kicking <laughs> off already. Uh, so how have you been? Nothing new. I've not seen you for a while. No, mate. No, I'm. I'm I must admit, I'm getting uh, kind of kind of demob happy. I was uh, just thinking this this. Having the week off uh, after the Celtic game, having the weekend off there, that really, I must admit, I'm, I'm all, all talk about we need to go for this, we need to get the, un, the unbeaten uh, season done and all that. But see, after beating Celtic that game, we went a, a season unbeaten against them. Had a right good drink that night as well. I feel as if I just kind of, something just went. It's just the pressure's off, you know what I mean? But yeah. don't get me wrong. Once it starts tomorrow night, we're back on worrying it again. But no, I've, I've, uh, I've been just kind of mellowing yourself, mate. I'm just looking forward to Saturday. I just want to see that trophy back at Ibrox, you know what I mean? I mean, the the, the unbeaten thing would be nice, and then if we get it, I'll probably be delighted, but I just want that trophy, you know what I mean? It seems like the, the longest title win, and, and, you know what I mean? It seems like a distant memory since since we won it, you know what I mean? So, I just really looking forward to Saturday, uh, and, uh, you know, having a few beers and celebrating, lifting that trophy. Now, I, I thought we would, obviously, we'll look at tomorrow's game, but there was there was one thing I wanted to talk about tonight. Uh, it's the 30th anniversary of a, of a huge game, and a, a game that sort of doesn't get the sort of mention that 
it should get, in my opinion. I think Helicopter Sunday became the, the game that everybody thought because it was so dramatic. But, you know, 30 years ago today, you know, Rangers played Aberdeen at Ibrox, and it, it was a, the first time in 30 odd years since the two teams that could win the title played each other. So basically, winner takes all. You know, I mean, I think Aberdeen only needed a draw on the day. Uh, mm-hmm. We needed to win. And it's, I mean, a huge, huge game. Rangers were in there like, the, you know, the walking wounded. Graham Souness had walked out a couple of weeks before. He'd went down to Liverpool. Watersmith had come in. You know, we, we, we looked like we were romping the season about two or three months before it and then started to drop silly points. Uh, and I, I, I mean, I, I worked in retail at the time and I'd given up. I had a season ticket the season before and I had to give it up because I was, I was working so many Saturdays. And uh, so I didn't have a season ticket for that day and I was off that Saturday and my mate said, oh, you going to the game? I was like, I don't have a ticket. You know what I mean? And I couldn't get off through the week to, to, to go and get a ticket. I minded the images coming out of the, the queue at the ticket office. I don't know if you remember it. It was just like snaking <laughs> so long and away down past the, the, the corner on Cortland Road. And uh, he's like, oh, come through with me. He was on the, he was on the Bonnie Bridge bus at the time, which leads to Hardy's Corner. And I, and I got a ticket and we were in the, we were in the rear of the Broomland and it was just... An incredible day, really a really nerve-wracking day, and a, a, you know a game that if we if we hadn't got a win that day, we would never have got the nine. You know what I mean? That's how close we were. That was three in a row that day, I think. Mm-hmm. And if we if, if we hadn't got it that day, you know the nine would have went. So a, a really big vital game in Rangers history, and I can't believe it's thirty years. I'm <laughs> seeing I saw it going, going through on Twitter the day. I was like, Jesus Christ, thirty years ago, shocking. Uh, well, that's what we're, we're talking about earlier. We've, we've got memories that are as old as uh, the three guys that were on the programme yeah, Sunday. Aye, I mean, it's, actually <laughs> older. I've got a pair of trainers at the same age as Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I felt I'd been through uh, quite a lot um, by, by that point, by, by 91. You know, um, I'd been through the kind of nine years where we didn't win the league uh, before that, up to 87. But um, soon as comes in and is a saviour. But aye, I, was, I wasn't there that day. I wasn't there. I had, uh, as I was saying to Ross, when he forced me down memory lane um, the last time I was on the pod uh, about the 96 Cup final, I, I went back to uh, full-time education. You know, um, Obviously, it wasn't taken, you know, but uh, I tried my best for a few years um, and I couldn't afford to go to, to games kind of sporadically. But I think, and I'm not trying to kind of make up for that and sell myself as extra staunchy, I think there was a thing within me, and I'm feeling it again just now, that uh, I wanted to make sure Rangers were okay you know, and I'd, I'd kind of grown up in that era where Aberdeen were winning, like, they won the league three times when I was kind of, you know, this whole fever pitch thing, your, your young years, um, your kind of teenage years, that's when you kind of, you remember for the rest of your life, that kind of sets you up for the rest of your days. So I still have this feeling, we're playing Aberdeen and, and Saturday, obviously, and I still have this feeling about Aberdeen. I remember it's been the team that they hated playing because they used to beat us regular. You know, and um, to see they won the league three times and the, and the Cotterners Cup in between us actually winning the league title. Soon as comes in, gets us a league in 87, Celtic win a double in 88, like an instant response almost. And then we win the 89 quite comfortably. Um, but even then, the last day of the season, Aberdeen came to Ibrox on trophy lifting day and beat us 3 nothing. You know, yeah, I was um, there that day, I was in the West Enclosure that day. I was the day before the, uh, the week before the Cup final when Celtic beat us. Aye, aye, aye. I was, I was that high, that one as well. I was at that <laughs> I, one as well. Aye. I was on, I was on the lovely, on the, on the terrible ones. I was there, you know. I, so I can actually remember when Aberdeen scored that first goal in the three-nine game. You're talking about 
the West Enclosure started singing to the Aberdeen fans, we don't care. You know, we're all jumping about because we were getting the trophy and we didn't care. Uh, uh, but we cared the following week. Oh, God, aye. Aye. <laughs> no, but I, I think that's what it is. I mean, um, maybe it's because I was a jinx, but I felt as if I'd seen us getting back to the top and I kind of, that let me kind of go back to uh, go to uh, uni kind of feeling as if, well, I didn't really have to, Rangers were okay, you know, and, and the yeah. crowds were back, the place was full all the time. So it, they almost, they didn't need me kind of thing. Um, but I was just, I realised later it was a waste of time because you're, you're spending every Saturday running about trying to hear the radio. It was and it was a radio in the days, guys. You know, it was you didn't you weren't even watching every game on the telly or, or whatever. You didn't have Rangers TV and the like. Um, but long story short, I it was we went into that game. We we're on fifty three points, and I think Aberdeen they had scored two more goals than us. We were both locked in fifty three points, so they just needed a draw. And uh, another thing, another thing for the youth to remember is Aberdeen. You know, they'd they'd won the the League Cup and the the Scottish Cup the season before. And this was them, I, I, you know, basically a draw away from from being champions of Scotland. And uh, believe it or not, the following season, because they didn't finish champions of Scotland, they sacked the manager, Alex Smith. Yeah, yeah, the guy who yeah. also won the Scottish Cup with St Mirren, one of the best managers Scotland's ever produced. And Aberdeen, because they were still deluded, because of the, the, the way they'd been spoiled under Alex Ferguson, they get rid of him. And uh, I think we broke Aberdeen that day, as well as actually setting ourselves up. We broke the kind of challenge from anywhere else in Scotland, really. Um, and considering the team we had, well, we were dropping like flies during the game. With a few injuries yeah, before it, we were dropping like flies during the game. Um, it, was, it was like a 15 stone Alan McCoy came on with 10 minutes aye, ago. Do you mean he had the, the big long mullet and all that? Just, aye, I know it, Gary Stevens and Nigel Spackman, you know, a, 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 a right back in a, a midfield end up playing at centre half where John Brown just collapsed and, <laughs> you know, but it was, that was a day, you, you'll know better, maybe you, you were there, but the, the roof was the. The uh, club deck was getting built. Yeah, that's right. Aye, you know, but they still even just watching the highlights. Thousand at the game. Aye, even aye. even just watching the highlights in the telly. There's no there's no roof in the main stand. But as the old saying goes, if there had been it, they get ripped off it. The noise yeah. when uh, Hartley scores that first goal. When what a goal! You know, the, the, the Mark Walters falling on his backside as he whips the ball across. It's totally iconic. Um, I grew up watching Derek Johnson on a, a fantastic header of the ball, but there's something that header, the way the way Hately arrives on that ball is just absolutely sensational. And you just the, the, the noise and the look in his they take a psyched out his box looking Hately's eyes, the noise coming through Ibrox. And there's a bit he just kinda of turns around once he's finished celebrating, he's just kinda of looking, he's kinda of lapping up the roar for the main stand. And he's a look in his face like, What have I done here? Yeah. Like, these these are mental. <laughs> what have I set off here? And that's the day he arrived. You know, but that's, uh, that's the point I was going to make. You know, he, he did have a difficult first season, Haley. You know what I mean? And a lot of fans didn't accept him. And I think that was a game that just made him because obviously he got the second goal as well. I remember Morris Johnson. I'm sure he ended up at left back that day. Morris Johnson. It really I, was I, just I, a team I, team call. Anyway, aye, aye. Uh, and uh, like a couple of memories, like personally, I can remember for the day went through the, the, the bus. But we came back in the train. Like we'd say to the, the bus, like we're not coming home. If we win it, we're just <laughs> going to stay in Glasgow, right? So me and my mate went down Paisley Road, and then just and you know, all the pubs and all the rest of it. We ended up in the old Clyde Bar. Remember the Clyde Bar in, in, in Queen Street Station? And it was full of Aberdeen fans, and this will amaze you know a lot of Rangers fans now. But the banter was brilliant to the, to the extent that I ended up swapping jerseys with a guy, right? Jeez. And uh, and I, I was supposed to. I was going out with last. It's <laughs> going out with this last at the time. I was supposed to meet at like half seven, right? This is pre-mobile phone, obviously, right? And uh, so half seven comes and goes, and I'm still in the Clyde Bar. Half eight comes and goes, and I'm still in the Clyde Bar. And then I, I think I, I got the train at like sort of back in nine or something. I came back into Falkirk at like quarter to ten, and she was—I'd said I'd get her at the train station car park, right? And she was still sitting there, 
fizzing, right? <laughs> I'm hanging out the train window with my scarf and all the rest of it, right? Needless to say, the relationship didn't last much longer. <laughs> that ended, you know, Mark Cately ended the relationship. He's pretty keen on waiting three years for you, that's no I, 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 think, I think she was just waiting to give me a kick in, to be, to, to, to be, to be frank. But, uh, but, you know, those, those are the sort of things you do when you're, was it, I was 17, 18 at the time, you know, but it really was, it was a great day. And one, I think, you know, there's, there's been a couple of, you know, obviously 2003, the, we played Dunfermline and Celtic were at Kilmarnock. You know, that was really nerve-wracking. Mm. And Helicopter Sunday was the same. You know, these kind of last-day dramas are, you know, they pop up every now and again. And so I think that one's been sort of pushed to the side. And, and that one's I, quite unique because it, it was the two teams playing one another. And I, there's an interesting fact about the previous game that it was Hearts and Kilmarnock in the 60s. And it was Willie Waddle that was the manager of Kilmarnock at the time. And Kilmarnock won it on goal average, not goal difference. Nice. Goal average and Hearts kicked up such a stink at losing the title in goal average. They changed it to goal difference. And, and what happened? happened in 1985? <laughs> they lost the league on goal difference. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, aye, some interesting stuff. Uh, and it was it was a great game, and it, it, I think it's still there on YouTube. You know, so if anyone that's not aware of it, uh, I, I would suggest you look at it because it's a great game. It was the making of Mark Cately. Walter Smith's first trophy, all right. He was only in, in the hot in, in the sort of hot seat for a, for a couple of weeks, but a big moment for him as well. well and, also, uh, set, also set us up for the Champions League. You know, we were, yeah, we were, we had won that. You know, we we're not guaranteed to get in the Champions League a couple of seasons later. So it was it was massive it, for the club, as you say, mate. And it secured the nine. You know, what I mean, if they lost, yeah, the nine, then then we'd never have got well, the nine. So I, it's only a, it's only a proper years nine. Ago. It's only a proper nine if somebody gives you a real challenge, isn't it? At, at some it. point, you know, what I mean? yeah, and you don't get awarded it you know, via a vote, you know, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right, now the nostalgic stuff's out of the way, I thought I would I would uh, sort of grab your views on the on the, the, the stuff around the Colts, uh, Alex. You know, it's been announced that Rangers and Celtic uh, will enter B teams into the Lowlands League for one season, uh, although neither 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 side can be promoted. It's, I mean, a lot of people, Stephen Gerrard was asked about it today, he was very positive, although... Uh, accepting and understanding that, that not everyone is happy about it. So he, he was sort of saying it's, you know, it's a good opportunity for these young players to be developed. Although there's, there's been a bit of a, a, a sort of stink in you know, the, the east of Scotland, west of Scotland. Civil Service Strollers president, a, a guy called Russell Pride, he, he stood down the minute the vote came through. Uh, it, it seems to be provoking a certain amount of... Anger, maybe is the best way to put it. I mean, yeah. as someone that goes to watch, you know, they the used to be juniors, but now they're now they're east of Scotland, came on juniors. I sometimes actually go and watch Bowness as well. Uh, you know, I've Cumbernauld United. I go to these games and I've done it for the last three or four years. And it does feel, now. I, I get the argument, I've heard people say, no, it's good for Rangers, it's good for Celtic, it's good for these players. But just because it's good for them doesn't mean that it's good, if you know what I mean. Mm. It, 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 the price that's been sort of paid here, and it's not just the 50,000 I'm talking about, I think both clubs have got to stump up 25,000. In terms of something that Celtic always claimed they were fairly, fairly strong on, you know, sport and integrity, you know, the clubs that are in this pyramid system, and these two have just come in and skipped the queue, it's in, you know, in the back of it's different levels, obviously, but the, the back of this sort of European Super League thing, it, it does feel a bit, I don't know, I I get that it's a positive thing for for, for, for Rangers and, and, the, and the boys that will be involved in it, and that's a good thing. And I would never deny them that, you know what I mean? 
but it, I have to say I feel very uncomfortable about the whole thing and, and, and how it's been orchestrated. You know, I mean, the fact that both clubs have just paid money, skipped the queue, and then they go. Uh, I, I can't say I feel comfortable about that. I think as, as Rangers fans, we should be particularly sensitive about this uh, after what happened to us in 2012. You know, when it was, okay, we're, we're talking um, another step down in the pyramid system, which, by the way, we only have because Rangers were liquidated, you know, or that, that, that company was liquidated at that point. This whole thing about there'd be no Armageddon, you know, sell out Saturday, Rangers going to top fight, it's not going to hurt anybody. Well, suddenly the, the pyramid system that had been, when people have been desperate for, for you know, 50 odd years, suddenly appears the, you know, the following season. The Scottish Football League, uh, second, third oldest league body in the world, just disappears off the map, as does the, the SPL. Um, as a result of Rangers being um, demoted basically at the top flight um, so there's, there's, you could be really churlish and say well the only reason there is a pyramid system is because of what Rangers went through but that's not technically true it's, 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 it's de facto the case but you know um, we don't want to go into much about that but also I feel that the way we were welcomed by teams in the lower leagues um, here I'll never forget that I feel I'm a massive debt um, to those clubs and also while we were going through hell because it's a humiliation for Rangers to be you know I'm talking about unbeaten league seasons but we had one in, we had one in league uh, League one you know and that's it's not something we want to talk about you know it was, yeah. it was an embarrassment for us obviously uh, just to be in these competitions but it was an absolute privilege um, to spend time with these clubs and see the, and see what they put into it you know just at that level and when you go down another level um, to the low to the Lowland League, and then below that, obviously it's now a, a feeder system. You know, East of Scotland to West of Scotland has been invented purely for the juniors. Um, I'm the same as yourself, mate. I go to these games, maybe not as regularly as you, but um, I'm I'm a really keen supporter of the juniors, especially when Rangers are playing so many games on a Sunday and a Friday night and what have yeah. you. You want your game three or two o'clock, whatever it is on a Saturday. Um, I like to go to all these grounds, and there there's community. They look after the community. These things are, are vital. There's, a, there's, there's people who go to these games um, who, you know, well, I'm one of them. They don't really have anywhere else to go. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, it means the world to them. Um, and if the Super League thing hasn't woke everybody up to the fact that we need to look after the clubs below us, or else eventually we'll get chewed up the same as them. Um, then nothing's going, nothing's going to wake us up to it. We're going to end up in a world where Barcelona and Real Madrid play each other every week, um, and I just have to get rid of absolutely everybody else if we don't actually look at what football can mean in terms of community. Television has taken over. I love it that I can see Rangers uh, wherever they're playing, uh, but we really need to, to to look after these teams. If if it was when it was first mooted this season, uh, for us going into I think it was the bottom tier of the league into uh, yeah. League 2 at a time I wanted to do it to give them the money I wanted to do it almost as an act of no charity but kindness because they showed us charity and kindness uh, in 2012 um, and I wanted to go in there and help the guys out with the money you know I know it's a buy-in for us it's a bit of a bribe but if, if they needed it I wanted to give them to anybody this is the same situation here if the Lowland League wanted us you know wholeheartedly the tears below it wanted us wholeheartedly then that's that's great if we can do them a favour um, money wise but if there's any 
obviously it's been voted through, it's been voted through, but uh, I, I hate the idea that we're upsetting anybody because they've all been through absolute trauma themselves. You know, the juniors, you know, they're all defecting left, right and centre because, yeah. because of the pyramid system that was opened up, you know, um, and there's a threat to the history there. You know, it's, it's a fantastic, you know yourself, mate, going to see Camelon. I, I'm a, I went in Rovers, the first season ticket, you know, for Ayrshire, North Ayrshire, the first season ticket I ever had was for a Justin Winton Rovers, you know, um, it means the world to me. Um, and I, I, I hate the idea that we're upsetting them in, in, in any way, you know, and it's, it's, but I just hope there's a kind of trickle down effect that for me, the, the benefit to Rangers, it's, it's, it's you know, the benefit to Celtic, it's, it's fairly self explanatory, you know, you can kind of stress test your young players. Um, in a properly competitive environment against men, you know you can you can inculcate them in the way that the the, 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 the tactics and the you know the, the training system of like the, the first team, you know, get a kind of Ajax thing set up, and you're getting them tested against men. So hopefully we get a situation that we've got on uh, tomorrow night where we're struggling for a left back. You can bring a young boy in, but at least he knows he's played against men before and he knows the system, you know, so you can do your half decent job. Um, eventually you're hoping to bring these, these boys through but for me I am same as yourself the, the big thing for me right now is are we upsetting people in the lower leagues and we are and I don't like that yeah I mean that, I mean, that was the next point I was going to come to you know what are the benefits and Stephen Gerrard kind of spoke about them today you know and you can see it it just feels the timing as well on the back of you know the pandemic when some of these clubs will really really be struggling uh, and, and looking for money that kind of leaves a bad a bad sort of taste in the mouth. And I'm I'm not criticising uh, Rangers for for wanting to go down this road. It's maybe just how it's been handled and how it's been done that you know you know maybe a, a sort of longer plan was in place where they just went to the the bottom and and worked their way all the way through Aye. the pyramid system. And also I, I I've maybe missed something when I've been reading through it, but I don't understand why it's for one one season only. Why and neither team can be promoted. So you're like, well, is, is this just a, a test of the water thing? Is it, you know, one season? I don't, I don't see the point in that. I, and they're talking about how they, I constantly hear people talking about, well, look at Spain, you know, where you've got Castilla and you know, the, the Real Madrid uh, B team and Barcelona have got the B team and they've got their wee stadium and that kind of thing, you know. Number one, we're talking about two biggest teams in the world, two biggest clubs in the world. They're absolutely mega. Um, so it's, it's a kind of natural thing to happen there. And also, I don't know, the, the attitude is just different. But I find that... I, I find it cheapens the product. Um, and I mean the product of, in this case, the Lowland League. Yeah. To, to have two teams in that, they're only going to go anywhere. Um, especially if they actually win the league. You know, do we then have a situation where Rangers, Colts are champions of the Lowland League and are crowned champions and get the trophy, but, you know, the team finishing, say Celtic finish second, the team finishing third, you know. Gets promoted. They get promoted, but they can, they don't really get the glory that they're, that they're due and it's I know I know it's it's all very well saying that well you're only it's only a couple of games or like maybe four games a, a season that you're playing these cult teams but that's that's massively cheapening the whole product. There's got there's a kind of you need to know there's an integrity about the competition you're watching. You know I have enough problems with this, the the top and bottom split we have in the the Premiership. You know I think that's a nonsense. We end up with the team finishing seventh. Yeah. You get more points than the team finishing sixth half the time. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really see the point of it. It's, it's, it's a kind of fake excitement, and this this isn't even excitement for the for the other fans. And Colin, you know yourself going to the juniors. Uh, <laughs> half the 
the punters going to the juniors, certainly uh, Ayrshire, North Ayrshire, and I mean, I've been to see St. Rocks, I've been to see St. Anthony's, but the vast majority of them are Rangers supporters anyway. Yeah. You know, it's like if they wanted to go and watch Rangers, they'd go and watch Rangers. They want to, they want to go to junior football, maybe only afford to go to junior football. You know, a lot of them will like seeing young Rangers players, whatever, but they're not, they're not going to see big Rangers players and I feel it's a, it's a bit of a slap in the face for them. You know, I don't, I, and I think the, the thing about only being for one season, it just seems like a, a way of getting us in there. It just seems like I, I can't see I can't see it being just a one-off, you know. I think yeah. if it you know. it seems strange. I mean, one one of the benefits they're talking about is you know it gives the guys a competitive uh, environment. But does it, as, as you say, if there's nothing to play for, you know, if you're not getting if you win the league, you're you're actually not winning it. You're not getting the the, the reward out of that, but getting promoted. Then I, I don't know. I, I'm sure there's a good idea idea in there somewhere, but it, it feels like it, it needs to be bottomed out a wee bit. Uh, but one thing I will say, uh, the, the pies and all that are far better at these grounds. So, and, and I, I, I will make an effort. You know, once Rangers uh, Colts start playing, us, I'll, I'll probably make the effort to pop along at a couple of their games. But yeah, I'm not completely comfortable with, with, with how it's been handled and, and, and how it's looking at the moment. Anyway, before we move on to tomorrow's game, uh, Alex, I'll, I'll highlight uh, our partnership with Rangers Picks. So, if you fancy winning the, the opportunity. Uh, to win a share of £1,000 and play Rangers Picks, the official Rangers Pick'em game, uh, which is available to play for every Rangers match. Uh, it's totally free, free? Free? It's totally free to play, and all you have to do is visit www.rangerspicks.com and complete a series of questions about Sunday's game uh, to give yourself a chance of winning a share of £1,000. More fans that play, the more money the club receives. Uh, you must be over 18 to play. T's and C's apply, and please, as always, play responsibly. Uh, another shambles, Alex. Uh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, we just want that trophy lifted. That's all I'm thinking that's about. All, that's all I'm thinking this about. This is a wind down, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, now on, until tomorrow night, now, you know, speaking of like Super Leagues and, you know, fans getting ripped off and all the rest of it, uh, we've spoken about this before, and I think this is the worst one yet. Uh, Levy TV wanting twenty pounds for the game tomorrow night. Uh, now, given that the, the league's done, uh, I know Rangers still have this, you know, unbeaten thing to play for. I mean, Livingston, because of the top six split, they've got nothing to play for. It's looked like they're going to finish six as it is. Twenty pounds. It, it, it just strikes me as, as outrageous, Alex. It's just all through this process, uh, you know, the the you know, the pandemic and having to watch the games at home on TV, it, it just feels like you're being fleeced at every corner sometimes. Aye, this is, uh, there's also a worrying trend where the more you pay, the worse the result gets. Was it, <laughs> was it a, ten, a tenner for St Mirren? Um, oh. we £12, £12 was it? £12, and as, as you, you've said yourself, mate, it was a, it was a nice wee production. It was very professionally done. You know, I did Gordon Smith and all that on it, and then they did an interview with Tony Fitzpatrick. St Johnson, St Johnson's been the worst so far. I mean, it's just Aye. basically it feels like it's a guy standing there with an iPhone. You know what I mean, and the commentary kicks in like twenty minutes after the game starts, and it's and that's it's that, really that's, bad. Se- that's seventeen pound. Yeah, that's seventeen quid. I, the, the last thing there was a bit that came up on the screen saying uh, was it away fans video. Yeah. Or home home fans video. They, were we getting a different commentary or something, or was it just a? I don't think so. I don't just, think so. No. It, it felt to I think me we were just paying more. I think that's, <laughs> what, I think that's what it comes down. To. <laughs> so that was it. We only got a draw that time. So now it's up to twenty quid. Just, yeah. this, the unbeaten record's gone more now. Yeah, yeah, twenty twenty quid to watch. Uh, what is well for for Livingston anyway? I feel like it's no it's not a meaningless game. It's never a meaningless game. But uh, on a 
well, basically, it was a, a, a car park uh, surface. You know, um, we've scored one goal in my last two games there. Um, it's never a pretty game. Um, as you say, Livingston, they didn't, make, they didn't make their cup final. They've been on the, the they've been a bit of a downslide since they lost that semi final. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, sorry, they made the final, they lost the final uh, to St. Johnston. I just feel as if I, it's, a, it's an absolute uh, slap in the kisser. Quite happy to pay a tenner. You know, you could also, I mean, there are there are various people, um, various bad people out there, <coughs> Frankie, who might slip you a <laughs> stream or something to, to get it for free. But um, I I like to, you know, I, I'm always worried about these kind of, these streams a bit dodgy. I've used them once or yeah, twice, but I, was, I, feel, I feel as if somebody's going to get in there and, and uh, steal all my debt to my, my online banking. So <laughs> I am... Uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's not that it's just the, the viruses oh, anytime I, I go into these things I just get this warning you know 300 viruses and I'm like oh, all right, come out of that uh, but as you say Frankie's a bit an expert at this he seems to he seems to know how to work this but I don't I'm a I'm a total technophobe so I'm, I, I, nine times out of ten I end up paying for it you know what I mean through the official sort of way of doing it so I'll be 20 quid tomorrow night and it's Nah, it's, just, a bit of, it's, just, it's a bit of kicking the teeth. See, I think I think maybe anything, anything between ten and fifteen pound, I okay, you know that, that, that that's that's no problem. And uh, Livingston, although we we don't like the way uh, maybe Livingston play football at times, we don't like their pitch and all. I don't find them a particularly offensive club, so I, I, I don't I don't mind giving them money, you know, um, for this. I mean, I, I went there last season, the League Cup. My pal uh, got us a ticket. That was a twenty five quid, so I paid that, you know. So I'm thinking, right. Put twenty quid to even be there. It just seems. I know. It's, 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 it's 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 the last moment of the season. Yeah, I know. And and Rangers on the you know, you know they're not totally guilt free in this as well because I saw the day they're charging seven eighty ninety to see the the player of the year. You know what I mean? Which seems seems a bit uh, a bit expensive. I've got a wee update here. Rangers picks pools is two thousand five hundred for tomorrow night and Saturday. Must be because it's the end of the season. So uh, if, if you win that, I've just got everything wrong tonight. No, but if, if you win that, you can maybe afford to watch us against Livingston and the player of the year award. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Good point. Uh, I it, does, it, just, it just feels a, a bit expensive, and I'm just sick of having a feeling a football fan that I'm forever. Getting ripped off and having having the piss ripped at me a wee bit. Aye, as, as you as you said earlier on, uh, Alex, you know they've, you know, lovey, you know they, they had that really good run earlier on in the season, but since that cup final, they've they've, they've kind of sort of, you know, I think it's four defeats in in the last six, one win, uh, and one of those defeats was a six 0 game against Celtic. Uh, seems like a good time to play them, you know, and and the last time we played there was probably the night when we knew. Aye. That we'd won the league, you know that that late that late goal from Morelos. It's probably one of my favourite moments of the season oh. because there, there was a wee group of supporters on the corner on the hill. So you actually heard a crowd cheering when the ball went in the net, you know. And and the, and the way the goal Beautiful. came about, you know, Davis should have scored, I thought, but you know he's hit the shot. The minute the keeper makes the saves and you see the trajectory of the ball, you know, you know Morelos is going to score. And it was, I think, that was you know just one of the the top moments this season. Uh, and given that they're struggling at the moment, you know, hopefully we'll get another one tomorrow. Aye, and we, we went there first time this season. Um, it was one of the one of the rare lows, um, the nil nil. You know, are this team ever going to learn? Are they ever going to learn how to break teams down? And you know, if we struggle at this, we just as Gerard's he's coaching the shaggy peg, and uh, aye, we won the league by we won the league by the start of March. So that was February. <laughs> 
February that that night. You're right. When we were talking earlier on uh, about Steve Davis and there he is, he's getting his nomination uh, for Player of the Year because of the campaign you launched, uh, Colin. You know to get him in there. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> you, were, you were spot on. But that's what we're talking. We're talking about uh, why he was so good. I think it was. I think it was on the occasion of his uh, record-breaking cap um, for for Northern Ireland, and that was that was the game I went to straight away. Was the, the game at Livingston? We just saw how he just plugged and plugged away. You know, all night, and then it was just a, a slow increment of pressure, and he just he wouldn't stop. You know, and eventually we got. And I, I maybe he should have scored, but I think it just made it even more kind of. You know, even oh, more dramatic. It, 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 let, let's just let's just say it, it was sexual. It was just slowly, slowly building up, mate. It was just getting closer and closer, and then it was just. Is it in? That's no one quite yet. It's in there, so it was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing E Alex coming away with, with, with phrases like it was special and is it in? Oh, it's in now. In the same that's, sentence. That's, oh. <laughs> like I say, mate, when, when we're, it's either that or I'm at the back of the main stand shouting, get it up there. There's a reason for these things. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. It was, I, I, it was a great moment. It really was. I mean, it was fantastic. There's two or three moments this season. The, the game against Marlow in December when, you know, I think it was when Eaton scored to put us 2-1 up. That was a moment. And that moment against Livy, I mean, our living room, me and the boy were just oh, bonkers, you know what I mean? Because I thought you knew then that, that, that we'd won it. Uh, in terms of like team selection, it's it's much like it was 30 years ago, uh, Alex. You know, we're, we're dropping like flies at the moment. Uh, so Stevie G and his, his presser today confirmed that Bonabarisic is still out. Our field is still out. Obviously, all the other guys, uh, ones that are out for the rest of the season, you know, Jack... Uh, Balogun, Hollander, you know, we'll, we'll not see them for the rest of the season. So, I mean, it looks like, I mean, left back could be a bit of a, an issue tomorrow. I don't know, maybe go with a Rebo there. I'm, I'm not quite sure. It looks like we're going to ask the same three boys in the middle of the park to to, to, to do a job again. Uh, as I mean, the longer the seasons went on, it does feel like it's it's taken its toll. You know what I mean? And, it, and it, it, I was talking about this today uh, to, to one of our fellow podders and it, it feels in that midfield three especially that we've just asked a lot of the guys you know because it seems to be that area where the majority of the injuries have been throughout the season yeah it's uh, I, I, I'm just if there's one place you don't want to go when you've already got too many injuries it's it's, it's the, the, the surface at the Tony Macaroni um, so I am even if we get through tomorrow night you're fearing what's going to happen <laughs> what's going to happen uh, for Saturday um, and I just I mean obviously as you say well, for me it does it means everything I would I would be totally gutted to get so close to an unbeaten record to go on a, so an unbeaten league season to get this close you can't you can't now say it doesn't it doesn't mean anything it means it means the world um, to me to be to be perfectly honest it would be it would be absolutely magic um, so I would do want us to to, to come through this and I, I dread what would happen if we lost you know so if, just saying if we lost Kamara or Davis particularly tomorrow night yeah. you know I think you get Joe Aribo into um, left back and let everything else kind of kind of fall into place <laughs> and just ask these, just ask these guys to do the, to, to do the same you've got Morelis and you've got Kent um, up front think, uh, Big Roof things can happen you know think, things will happen I think if Livingston was it just saying it's, I think seven of the last ten they've lost yeah, get out there, get get. So this is the old man speak. Get out there and get into them straight away. But you know, do that. Just just get the pressure on them. If we get an early goal, hopefully they'll just start feeling it's been a long, a longer, harder season for them. You know, yeah. especially as a team only getting into and out of it. My worry is, 
Rangers coming to town is always is always a kind of cup final. It's a plastic cup final uh, for a team who who've lost a cup final this season. Then David Martindale's in there, being nominated the uh, manager of the year as well. He's maybe wanting a wee, yeah, uh, a week and a day, a week and a, a week and a moment. Yeah, a good statement way to result. Off his season. Uh, the statement result was one that we got for us was like was like when we beat Celtic four one that day. It was it was absolutely phenomenal. But then we had fuck we named seven in the bench, yeah. you know, and we were you know Barisic goes off at the end of that game. I feel as if we're, I think we're actually in a groove. And I think as horrific as it was, going out the Scottish Cup has is, is taken that wee bit of extra kind of pressure off us. I don't know what would have happened if we'd been playing on Sunday there. Don't get me wrong, I wanted us to be. It was heartbreaking, particularly yeah. the way it happened. Absolutely gotten. But um, I, I just I feel as if Stephen Gerrard has lost, he's dropped two points every month since Christmas. So that's that Christmas slump again. You know, I mean, that's that post-January slump again. Every calendar month, he's dropped exactly two points. Two points. And I would take a point tomorrow night, and actually two points dropped, uh, if we could get the keep the 100% home league record uh, on Saturday as a way to lift the title. And I feel as if we just go out there and just put the focus on attack. And Joe Aribo, well, Borna Barisic would be spending Masty's time piling up that wing, uh, getting into Livingston box anyway. And uh, Joe Aribo will be, will be doing the same, you know, so... I just, I just, I just hope we can, we can put it together, and I think, I think we've got it. I think we've got the attitude. I think we've got the legs. I think we've got that wee tiny last bit of momentum um, to do this tomorrow night and uh, and on Saturday. Hopefully, hopefully, I'm, I'm a wee bit worried with the pitch tomorrow, especially with Ruth. You know, if, if he starts Ruth, you know, he's had previous uh, in these pitches. He always seems to pull up on them, uh, and and I hate using the pitch as an excuse, and I, I, I don't buy into that, uh, but. I'm fearful, you know, going into the last two games with so many injuries at this, at this particular moment in time. As you say, we can't really afford them anymore. Yeah. It's the worst possible surface to play on, you know, when you're trying to avoid injuries, you know what I mean? So hopefully we'll be fine. Uh, we'll find out. Final uh, sort of topic before we wrap things up, uh, Alec, as you, as you mentioned there, they're announcing, football writers are announcing tomorrow manager of the year. And as you said, Martin Dale's had a, has, he's had a good year, although it's tailed off a wee bit. I, I, I would I would say he's he's in the, the sort of short list, but no really a contender. He sort of you know won it outright. I would say it's between Callum, Callum Davidson and, and Stephen Gerrard. Uh, my money's on Gerrard because one I, I do think he deserves it, and two the vote was done before <laughs> before St Johnson were in the Scottish Cup final. Uh, but I mean for Stephen Gerrard to win it, I mean I know the big things that the, the league you know to, to to win the league that was a big. That, that was his aim when he walked through the door. And so to do that, and to do it so stylishly, you know what I mean? To do it in a way that we've, you know, we're 23 points clear. The league was won practically in the first week of March. Uh, you know, an incredible achievement. So the achievement is already there. You know, he's done what he set out to achieve. But to win this sort of, you know, a, a solo sort of award like this, I mean, that, that would be another, when you consider where we were this time last year, you know what I mean? We were, I know Celtic were, were uh, awarded it, you know, through the vote and all the rest of it, but it did feel like the, the season was sort of collapsing again. And I looked at Gerard after that game at Hearts in the Scottish Cup when they put us out the Scottish Cup, and for the first time I thought, I think he might chuck this here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think he's looked at his players and thought, well, I've given them everything I can give them here, and they're still no performing. And to turn it around like that, the way he's done it this season, you know, again, it performs so well in Europe and to, to tie up the league, to secure 55 and uh, and to 
looked like he's going to do it, you know, without suffering any any defeat and, and looking like he could do it with a 100% home record. An incredible achievement. And to win the manager of the year, would, it would feel fitting, I think. Yes, it would be another wee trinket, if not a trophy. It's one of these things where, you know, what, what, I've been talking about this all season, but we're, we're gutted at going out the Cups and how Stephen Gerrard hasn't won a, hasn't won a domestic Cup. Um, but we got past that moment this season, you know, when it actually helped us, I think, looking at the League Cup, probably helped us uh, to win the league the way we did. Um, and I think if you put that together with a an unbeaten league run, if we could manage that, that's for a team that hasn't won the league for 10 years, a club that hasn't won the league for 10 years and has been where we've been, that is beyond beyond a, a normal achievement. That's overachievement. And that is the, that's the kind of parameter by which... Callum Davison is going to win it if he does it's because of the, the overachievement um, he started really slowly uh, at St Johnston that's kind of to me it's that's almost playing into why he's going to win it because everybody thought he was going to get sacked you know a lot, <laughs> uh, and now suddenly he's, he's a roaring success but I think he's picked up on a lot of the work that Tommy Wright did um, I don't mean this in any way against Callum Davison because he's a cracking bloke and St Johnston are a good honest club uh, absolutely nothing against him Um except the fact that they put us out, obviously, but I, I, that, that wasn't their fault. Um, I think if we're looking at it in terms of, well, Callum Davis is massively overachieved. I don't. I, I think you can actually say that for Steven Gerrard as well, because you have to factor Europe in as well. To, to, to do in Europe, to win our group, and a group where we, you know, we're playing Benfica, um, I, I think for a Scottish team to win their group any time, um, in any UEFA competition is, is actually is, is a massive achievement yeah. um, to do it for the position we've been in it's phenomenal and it's not just it's not just uh, the fact of winning the league I, I get why you would think automatically winning, winning the league should automatically is the best achievement in Scottish football so that should the manager should automatically manage the year I know it doesn't work like that because resources and all that have all got to be weighed in they've all got to be taken into, taken into consideration when you're judging this but for Stephen for, uh, Stephen Gerrard to have played the football it has to, to make us play that kind of football the way we've actually played football this season I mean who would you rather watch us or St Johnson you know I mean I, 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 you know, I mean, that may seem facetious a bit cheap for a, a big team fan but I think we've been absolutely marvellous to watch and the level of consistency the hardest thing to do in any sport is no get beat ever and that's what we've been doing in the league this season we yeah. just don't lose. I don't want to jinx it for tomorrow night, but we just we just don't, and it's it's absolutely phenomenal. And to do it in an entertaining fashion as well, you know. Uh, I, th- I think I think Stevie G has 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 got to win it. I, I mean, I, I had an interesting uh, exchange uh, with with uh, someone someone on Twitter. I'm assuming they were a Celtic fan. They weren't uh, blatantly stating that in their account, but. Uh, it sort of came away with the line, well, you know, Callum Davidson should be manager of the year because he's won two cups and Stephen Gerrard's only won one. And I, I was like, I was like, well, how does that work? And he's like, well, he's won the Scottish Cup, he's won the League Cup. That means they're, they're, they're the best team in Scotland right now. So my reply to that was, I say, so in, in 2002, I think it was, when Martin O'Neill won the league and Alex McLeish won the cup in the League Cup, Rangers were the better team. End of conversation. Yeah. Never came back to that one. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just nonsense. And I'm not trying to be down on Callum Davidson here because he's, you're right, they, they have overachieved. If they won that cup in a couple of weeks, it's, it's a tremendous achievement for a, for a club like St. Johnson. It's an, a, a tremendous achievement for, for Callum Davidson. Uh, well, I just I just think the standard that Rangers have been operating at this year, and, and from where they were last season, uh, 
I just, I just think, I think he deserves it. The league title was the only thing. The, the league title was what it's all, it's what it's all about. Um, I, I made the mistake of tuning into uh, Premier Sport because um, you know, I've subscribed, so I might as well use it every now and then. But I, I made the mistake of tuning in to, to see the score uh, on Sunday, thinking I could rise above and it wouldn't be bothering me. But it does. It's still, it was, I've still gutted to see that it wasn't us. It was in the semi-final. But before I could turn back over, um, there was Michael Stewart saying, "If St Johnson going to win this, you know, they've." They're the second most successful team in Scotland in the last ten years. They're all, no, they're all they're already the second most successful team because they've won a League Cup and they won the 2014 Scottish Cup. And you're like, the league title counts yeah. for more. And, and we're going to have to listen to this if Hibs win the Scottish Cup. I know. Or I we've know. won two Scottish. It's amazing. No, because it's amazing for you doesn't mean objectively that the Scottish Cup suddenly means more than the league title. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's but we know, but that's we know. just one argument. But we know why the likes of Michael Stewart has gone down that road, Alex. You know, I, I mean? wind up uh, fat old men like me, eh? It works. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I, th- I think looking at the time there, Alex, I think that's us for tonight. Uh, so a big thanks to Alex uh, for his contributions. Great stuff, as always. Uh, we'll have a, a preview show on Friday night for the Aberdeen game. Hopefully we'll be going into that uh, with a 100% record, done beating record, and looking to lift the trophy, obviously, on Saturday. So we might have a couple of beers on Friday night, so you never know. Uh, Join us on Sunday also because John and Stuart and who else is on? Stuart Weir and John and Ross is hosting on Sunday night. Uh, In the meantime, get yourself on to the Jersnet website and forums at www.jersnet.co.uk. Until the next time, stay safe and bye for now.